Welcome to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast, where our goal is to connect listeners to the great outdoors with hosts Brian Hoffmeyer and Ben Brandell. I'm host Ben Brandell, owner of Meant to Be Outdoors, instructor of outdoor skills, and passionate about personal growth. I'm host Brian Hoffmeyer, wildlife biologist and avid outdoorsman. Welcome back to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast. It is Myth Monday, and today we are going to be talking about bears. Bears are kind of an enamoring animal because we don't see them very often, especially where we live, and they can be dangerous, but yet they're just so big and beautiful and powerful. So this should be an exciting episode, and I think everybody will probably learn something about bears today. I am your host, Brian, with my co-host, Ben Brandell, and we're going to start off by sharing something that we're thankful for. Ben, I'm going to kick it off, and I am going to share something I'm thankful for probably not going to hear me say this very often, but I'm actually thankful for technology today. Mm. And that is coming from the standpoint of, I've always been somebody, it's kind of probably why I went to school uh, for in the sciences and became a biologist. I've always uh, just sparked these questions of why does something do that? Why does it do that? And I've always wanted to be able to dive in and get that answer. And I can remember as a child, we had a full set in our dining room on the shelf, we had a full set of encyclopedias. And I can remember getting these questions about whatever it may be in my head and sitting down on the floor in front of that. And okay, it starts with a K. Let me find my K book and pulling out the K inside mm-hmm. of that encyclopedia set and, and, yep. and studying that. But now, especially as we dive into these podcasts and taking things that we've learned, but really diving in further into them and getting information, I can sit here at this MacBook and, and, and study and, and weigh what one person is saying versus another and truly have some discernment to try to make some conclusions on my own. And I'm thankful for that. I don't have to sit and, and look through encyclopedias anymore. Yeah, it speeds up the research it does. Really, really quick. And there's a lot more there's a lot more online than there is in an encyclopedia. There is. Uh, there's a lot more online than even your National Geographic's the yellow book. You know, your story sends me back to um, before I had a computer at home. Yeah. Mom would buy the National Geographic books from garage sales. Did we sound so old before we had computers? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. I didn't have a computer. In, uh, man, I, yeah, I was old. <laughs> but the National Geographics, you know, she'd find them and buy them for me. And, oh, man, they were filled with so much information. I think I want to add to that, though, and being thankful is that it isn't just one-sided. It isn't just basing it on information from your encyclopedias that – there are other people out there sharing more information because sometimes we find that the information is opposite, different. Um, it isn't saying the same information, which could pose who's wrong or who's right. And so thankful that we do have more resources to reach out to and find, um, to cross-examine, to, to look at, to see who is telling the truth, who yeah. is correct. I like, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. It's it's kind of fun to go down those rabbit holes. You you and I are both kind of people that we can definitely go down a rabbit hole and spend way too much time on something we probably shouldn't have. Just trying to get that understanding, I guess we'll mm-hmm. we'll call it. So, let's dive into our topic today. And the myth is that bears hibernate. That's right. I said it's a myth. You're lying. That bears. Hibernate. I've been taught all my life that bears hibernate. Everybody has. Uh, you'll even see online as you go to study and people call it hibernation but it actually is not hibernation Um, the state that bears go into is actually called torpor t-o-r-p-o-r it's called torpor and it is similar to hibernation they are both um, states of dormancy 
that help them go through uh, winter periods when there's a lack of food and, and cold elements and nasty wind and snow. But there are some differences. And the main difference is whether it's voluntary or involuntary, meaning you choose it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And so then everybody wants to obviously ask, well, how how can somebody choose either of that? Or how are they not choosing that? And it really comes down to photo period, which means the amount of minutes of daylight in the day. Obviously, in the winter, it's much shorter. We don't have as many minutes of daylight. Whether we whether we go off of uh, daylight savings or not, it's still going to be the same amount of minutes in the day, no matter what time it is. So, bears torpor. And torpor is actually not voluntary. What that means is they're not choosing this. It is going to happen to them. It is a state they're going to go into. Whether the winter, because sometimes in Missouri where we're at, sometimes we have nasty cold negative temperatures below zero. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we'll have a January where it's 60 degrees every day. It's warm, yeah. Yeah, no snow. Yeah. and. Mm -hmm. If it is 60 degrees every day in January, there are rare instances where people will see a bear, but a bear is going to torpor. It's going to go into the state of dormancy or sleep, whether they like it or not. It's going to happen. Animals that hibernate, which is going to be more like your smaller rodents and stuff. I'll use a chipmunk, for example. They can choose hibernation. If it's a super warm winter, let's say there's a bunch of clover and greens and stuff available, and it's warm. They're not using all their fat reserves because it's warm. They don't have to go to sleep. They can stay out. They don't have to go into this dormant state because it's something that they choose. It's kind of like, uh, we'll use the groundhog, for example. Every spring, Puxatani comes out of his hole and he either says, oh, shoot, it's terrible out here. I'm going back in, right? He's mm-hmm. choosing that. Mm-hmm. Or he comes out and he says, huh, I like it. It's pretty nice out here. And then we say, you know, winter's done and spring's here. That's kind of our, obviously, that there's some myth to that but there's some truth to it too because he is choosing whether or not to go back into hibernation or or to come out so involuntary versus voluntary right so and we didn't talk about this before show so i'm, I'm putting you on the spot right now okay. just came to me so we can't relate this to humans because humans don't do that however i want to use a human humanistic example so torpor would be as to a coma as hibernation is to Oh, our, our sleeping pattern, us going to sleep. Oh, I, I'm going to, I'll use your, I'll use your word coma there. Yes. It's involuntary. So there are two different types of a coma. Uh-huh. One is called medically induced. Right. Which would be closer to hibernation because it's a choice. Okay. Doctors or your family or yourself are choosing to be put in this coma mm-hmm. because of whatever's happening with your body. Or there's a coma that happens, you fall down the stairs and hit your head and you're just in this coma until you wake up. That's more like torpor. You're not choosing that. You're in that. You're in it. How's that? I'll take it. You'll take it? I'll take it. Okay. We'll it was a little bit it. off of what you asked, but let's dive in more to what torpor and hibernation really are, because there are a lot of similarities, and I think that's where people get confused and use the wrong words, but bears don't hibernate. They torpor. Torpor is actually a slowed breathing, so they're going to breathe slower. Their heart rate is going to go slower. Their metabolism slows down. And body temp is going to slow down, but this is another big difference between hibernation and torpor. And torpor, which bears are doing, their body temp is going to drop, but only about 10 to 12 degrees. And hibernation, these animals like a chipmunk, their body temperature is going to drop barely above freezing. Drastic, drastic. Now, 
Humans can't do either of these because right. even if our body temperature were to drop just 12 degrees to go into torpor, we would die. Our body temperatures cannot drop yeah, that low. Yeah, 65 degrees, right? That's well, when 65 our, our degrees stops. is when our heart stops right. no matter what. Right. So we can't have, especially for any prolonged period, our body temperature cannot drop 10, 12 degrees. We just can't, which is awesome because we have the capability to build shelters and get food and build fires and get clothes and do all these things. Or migrate. Or migrate, yeah. <laughs> get we, out of here, yeah. The, what do they call them? The snowbirds that uh-huh. go south uh, Well, right now we, we actually have the windows open and I hear some geese yeah. going over. Um, they're migrating, right? Because they're, they're not going to be messing too much with really hibernation or torpor for right. that species. Good. They're, they're going to go to some place that has the, the food and the, the temperature that they need. Right. Also with torpor, they don't really come, they can come out of it much, much easier, but they're not going to do it as often in the hibernation. And that can be one of those distinctions that do, does get kind of gray and confusing for people. Because when you hear hibernation, you think of this long, long term, no waking up, but that is actually torpor. So a bear for, usually it's about a hundred days, they're going to sleep. They're going to be in torpor. They're going to be sleeping. They're not pooping. They're not peeing. They're not eating. They're using their fat reserves. And they can also, this is an amazing thing, bears can actually turn their urine into protein. And they're using that protein to lose that body fat slower and slower so that they can make it through until the weather does change and there's food available for them. Now, hibernation, people really think of this, it is actually a deeper sleep because their body rates are being slowed further than torpor. But an animal like a chipmunk, you know, let's say every three or four days, they're going to wake up. They're going to go to the bathroom and they're going to eat some of their cached food, some of the food that they've stored. Say they have a pile of nuts in the corner of their cave. They're going to go over there, eat a little bit of that. Then they're going to go back into hibernation. They're going to make that choice because it's still yucky and nasty outside and there's no nothing else for them to go find or eat. There's no reason for them to be out there. It's also very, very difficult to wake up out of hibernation. So just so it's clear for everybody, I'm going to stick with bear and chipmunk. A bear... If it's sleeping, they you know the old saying, "Never wake a sleeping bear." Mm-hmm. I tell my kids that when I fall asleep, take a nap, and never wake a sleeping bear. Bears can hop right up out of a torpor and be ready to fight. The mothers are usually pregnant when they're in torpor. They can actually wake right up when they go into labor and deliver their cub. Hibernation, because their body temps and heart rates are so slow. It is so difficult for them to wake up. It takes a long time. You're even going to, if you, there's videos, there's uh, cameras on animals that are hibernating. When they wake up, there's convulsions and body twists and cramps. It's this long, drawn-out process because they have to warm up their body. They have to increase their heart rate. Their heart rate is so slow. For example, a chipmunk, when it's hibernating, its heart rate goes from 350 beats per minute, that's normal, all the way down to 4 beats per minute in hibernation and torpor a bear's heart rate is going to decrease but not that drastic Hmm. you know you're going to drop it down several beats per minute but not all the way down to single digits because they have to be able to wake up to fend off danger and to deliver their cubs if they need to be right however in torpor they're going to have that 100 day period where they never wake up if they don't need to i think that's really where the confusion comes in is that length of time hibernation is deeper but in shorter periods Torpor is longer, but not as deep. Does that hmm. make sense? It does. You know, I mean, it's confusing, I think, because when we think, me personally, when I think of this deep, deep sleep, um, 
I am thinking hibernation, but then you, you're telling me that they can quickly, well, that it's not that they can quickly wake up, but they do wake up to go out and check it out, and then they go back and do it again. Yeah. And that's that just seems more like an involuntary thing, but however, it's voluntary. Yeah. And, you know? and animals that hibernate that are caching this food or storing food, they need to wake up to eat a little bit every several days because they are not transitioning their urine into protein like a bear is. Right. Now, we're talking about bear, and that myth is surrounded around the bear. That's That was our focus here. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a fun fact that I love about bears, and it does have to do with their torpor. And I want you to elaborate a little more on this, but I've always been obsessed because, you know, guys, I mean, kids out there listed, you know, we're talking about poo. Okay, poo is just fun. <laughs> but there's a thing called the fecal plug. A fecal plug. You know, and that was so fun to teach back in the day about the fecal plug. I was probably in error teaching because we were really discussing hibernation and we were wrong in that yeah. because it was a torpor. But can you, you know, easily just share the fun fact about a fecal plug and why yeah. they need it? So when a bear wakes up from torpor, mm-hmm. we'll say in the spring, mm-hmm. we can easily see what, what you're talking about based on their diet. When they first wake up, they're going out to eat nothing but fibrous fruits and vegetables. They're going to go out and eat roots and berries and all the greens that they can get because they need fiber. Everybody knows when they want a regular uh, bathroom schedule, include fiber in your diet, right? Mm -hmm. So they're trying to get all of this. They're not going out for protein. They're not going out to find meat right now because they need all the berries and greens they can get because they have not defecated. They have not went poo for four months. Mm. So they've got this bigger, dried up, you know, it's down in our lower intestine, which is its role is to pull all the moisture out of that, that fecal matter. It's pulled mm-hmm. all the moisture out. They've got this big, dry plug. They're literally plugged up with this <laughs> massive poo and they really can't go on with their life until they get it out. Right. So they have to eat everything that they can that will help them go to the bathroom to get out this fecal plug. And once they pass it, they f- I'm sure they feel better. I've oh, never asked a bear if yeah. they feel better, but I'm sure they, they feel really good. I would hate to have to do that every every morning after our sleep. That'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is uh, what the fecal plug yeah. is. Perfect. It's their first poo after they wake up in the spring. Um, with with these bears that are in torpor, they're big animals, right? And they are and bigger. typically. We talk about exceptions. There's exceptions to everything. But just for a general rule of thumb, when you're going to say, well, does that bear torpor or does it hibernate? The small, the little animals, rodents, squirrels, chipmunks, those types of things, they're going to be your hibernators, groundhogs, your big, large body mass animals like bears. Yeah, let's get another mammal like a bat. A bat. Yeah. What's tough about bats is there's so many species of bats and you have some that torpor and you have some that hibernate. Right. And there's your exception that you're right. kind of talking about. And that good. that usually has to do with, um, there are bats that choose dens and trees and there are bats that choose caves. Mm-hmm. And based on if they hibernate or torpor usually has to do with where they live. Yeah. It's good. The habitat that they choose. Perfect. Well, that is a tough subject to clearly explain. I hope everybody understands the differences in torpor. The biggest thing to hang your hat on is voluntary versus involuntary, meaning they either choose it or they do not. So with torpor, they're not choosing it. A bear is not choosing to go into this deep sleep. They're going to do it based off the length of the day and the hormones that are changing in their body. They're not choosing this. Mm. Hibernation is something that can be chosen 
So if a chipmunk has a warm, warm winter where it lives in plenty of food and warm weather, they're never going to go into this state of dormancy, this hibernation. That is the biggest thing to hang your hat on. I think that's really it for this episode of the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast. I hope you now understand bears are torpors, not hibernators. I hope you go out and share that. Try not to be too confusing when you are sharing it. Please go find time to spend outdoors. Follow us on all of our social media links. We're on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Whatever platform you listen on, please hit the automatic download and follow button. We would also love if you leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. If you have any questions, reach out to us. We also have a Patreon that can be followed through our link tree on our social accounts. If you want to support our podcast financially, we have to pay for this platform. We have to pay for the gear. Um, So any way you support us, we are so thankful for that. That is it for this episode of the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast. We'll be back on Thursday with another episode. Thank you for listening to the Meant to Be Outdoors podcast, hosted by Brian Hoffmeyer and Ben Brandell. Please help us by subscribing. Also, follow along on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook.